This week in the Lingus Mafia podcast. What happened after the one chip challenge? Did our assholes cauterize from the fucking burn? You'll hear it if you know what I mean. A new way to review Ferris Bueller's Day Off news about Billy Barty and Vince Russo. Suki in the emails. All this life hacks, the news, would you rather, and truly tasteless jokes coming up on the Lingus Mafia podcast right now. Ed Rooney. It's me. <laughs> what did I say? You were supposed to call me when you landed. Um, uh, no, I, I, I think I owe you an apology, sir. I, uh... I, 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 I... Kimmy, come on. Uh, 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 well, I, I, I really don't know, sir. I mean, I, I, I didn't think I was talking to you. I was, you know, sir, that I would never deliberately insult you like that. I, I, I can't begin to tell you how embarrassed I am. All right, just to me. I, uh, I, I, well, I... Stay focused, Kimmy. You have to hold it together. Yes, 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 sir, yes, sir. <laughs> They're there. I can hear them. You will have five, maybe ten seconds. Very important seconds. Leave the phone on the floor. Concentrate. Put the phone closer so I can hear. Uh, just a, a little uh, office difficulty, sir. Hi, this is Ferris Bueller. Can I speak to Mr. Rooney, please? Sure, yo, I'd be happy to. Yeah, you, uh, you, you just produce a corpse, and uh, I'll release Sloan. It's all right, Grace. It's Ferris Bueller, a little twerp. I'm gonna set a trap and let him fall right into it. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. Just uh, roll her old bones on over here, and I'll dig up your daughter. You know that school policy. Tell you what, dipshit. You don't like my policies, you can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Cat! Pucker up, buttercup. What? Ferris Bueller's online, too. The beads. This is where this gets difficult. I am coming. 
解围。是啊。Frosted walnuts. Suffering succotash, son. See you next Tuesday. Welcome to this podcast of ours. I'm the boss of this family, Mr. Cav Manning, along with my consigliere, Fausty Walnuts. What do you hear? What do you say? And our underboss, Gregorio. Buonasera. It's time, boys, for another sit-down in the Lingus Mafia. Uh, first of all, you could see all of our nonsense at Lingus Mafia, wherever that may be. Instagram, Twitter, but more importantly... Patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. That way you get the entire show on time, bonus shows, yada yada. For people who are listening to this, when we cut away, I have a new, a new, I tell you, uh, commercial for the Patreon. My God, I did this last night. This was hours. I did it last (laughs) night. And uh, it's the only thing I do for hours. How long did you say the original cut was? Oh, it was... um, it was a little over two minutes. It was probably two minutes and ten seconds, and I got it down to one fifty. And that's like chopping and chop. Like I'm editing even the fucking clips that I'm trying to have people listen to, and editing what I say to lead the clip in. And I was like, "Oh, this isn't many. There's like four, four different clips, and it's you know little hits." But holy shit, because I do a, you know, if you. Missed out. This is what you would he- would be hearing, and it get a little bit of our hot chip in there, um, which we're gonna get to right off the fucking bat. The aftermath, <laughs> um, and then follow up with you know, so long. yeah. And you could go and uh, listen to an old show like when Blarn was in studio, and that happens. And then it's like, uh, and also, you know, Corona Lingus is there, and Total Bellas every week. Uh, so go sign up. One of those things. And I'm like, fuck still took a long time so uh i'll tell you what it is a joy to know that we were doing a show today and i didn't have to eat any fucking hot chip oh yeah <laughs> that last week was goddamn terrifying <laughs> waiting for that it really was it's, it's um it was fucking brutal it was real <laughs> i mean waiting waiting for the high school bully to come up knock on the door it's at, at three o'clock was uh, not an easy thing to do and the anticipation and fucking oh my god this is going to be horrible and watching videos on it and uh it was it was fucked up for those who were not on patreon <laughs> and didn't get to hear it if you want to it's back it's there you can sign up if you want to i don't need to twist a fucking arm if you don't want to you don't want to um but who man that shit like Trying to describe it is like, okay, it went away. Like, I would shove ice cream in my mouth. And the problem is we ate a pint of ice cream. Well, Greg had a fucking eight gallons. Sitting <laughs> he had one of those those cheapo people with the fucking bucket in front of him with the fucking I, <laughs> handle. I stole it from, from Baskin-Robbins. It's a big old tub. <laughs> it was hot, and then you would eat the ice cream, and it would cool down. And then you start to breathe or talk, oh, yeah. and then your mouth just like, you, you, you feel the heat. Like, just go back to your mouth. Well, when we switch over to the Patreon and people hear the commercial, the clip for that um, is what people haven't heard that are on the, <laughs> on the free feed. And 
It's right off the bat. I mean, I really, and I implore any fans who want to participate and edit um, us uh, in a gay porno. (laughs) (laughs) It could easily be done because all I'm doing is going, ah, ah. A lot of panting. Uh, the, there is a lot, and I'm like, this is some show we're putting on, but you couldn't, you couldn't function, you couldn't talk. no. And we have it on video on Patreon as well for people to watch. And it was just, it kept on, uh And there's one point I'm like, I choke on the fucking ice cream while I'm trying to talk because it's a a blob in my mouth, fuss. And I'm like, I'm going on. I'm like, this is rough. And then the fucking coup de gras of all things happen. Faust catches the fucking hiccups oh, in the what? middle of in the middle of your mouth on fire and not know, wanting man. to regurgitate anything. <laughs> he starts doing the hiccups. I was trying to hold out too how yeah. long, you know, but like I had to drink cuz the fucking hiccups. And I was like, "Yeah, go for it because I want to be last." <laughs> <laughs> like I felt like I could have gone a little longer. Like it was hot, but, you know, mm-hmm. I was like trying to no sell, then all of a sudden the hiccups came like motherfucker. Yeah, and it was funny because you hear me panting, and then you'll hear <gasps> in in the middle of it, which is him, and, <laughs> and you hear the girlfriend in the background like, "Oh my god!" And she's fucking watching because I had her take taste a little dust residue in the package, and she was like, "Oh fuck!" And I'm like, "Oh no! Why did I even have her do that?" Because now it's just it, gonna it fuck was hot, the air. But like, it's. It's hard to explain like how hot and like just the way the heat was like it like as a sting. Yeah, like like I've said before, I've had like hot, hot like buffalo wings or like mm-hmm. super spicy ones. What whatever, but they weren't. It's it's a different feeling. It is a different because you you breathe the wind in and you could tolerate yeah. it. You could have water. This, yeah. I, and then my eyes are watering. My nose was running. <laughs> And here, the real fucked up thing is we find out that when you have something spicy and it's to a certain degree of spice, your body lets off uh, fucking some chemical that it does when you're drunk. Well, Rob was explaining that, right? And it was exactly because I had said that on our text group. I said, I feel fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. And when we were doing the show toward the end, I was kind of like, I want to finish the show because I'm getting a little sicky and I was a little spinny and I'm like what the fuck and I sealed the show and normally I will pull back that curtain I when I seal the show I add the beginning to it after it's over and I do the cage lowering music with what's happening in the show and I insert thank you the uh the goofy clip before the music starts too I find something I had sealed the fucking whole show and started uploading it to the website and I did not do any of it and I completely fucking forgot. And I sat in this chair staring at the screen <laughs> deciding if I wanted to fucking do it or not. And I was like, I fucking feel lazy. I feel fucked up. Everything's fucked up. I don't want to even bother with this, but I should do it. I'm professional, Foss. I should do this. And uh, I decided to, and pretty much I said, well, here's a way to get around it, really, to, uh, you know, since it's going to be shit anyway. Um, just say, I feel like shit, and I don't want to do this. <laughs> and there's your intro. <laughs> um, and then I, like, had a fucking, 
you know, erase the other one and, and upload this one instead that I did. But, um, and then after we were done with that, Faust is what you want to call the waiting game. <laughs> yeah. When is it going to exit your system? When are you, and I, you know what? I didn't even really, I didn't flinch until I was on the pot. I didn't flinch about it. Um, thinking about it. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've had jalapenos. You get a little sting in your ass. It is what it is. Whatever. It was different. It was mm-hmm. very different. I mm-hmm. had texted you and I had said, Faust, come blow on my asshole. Make me sound like a Coke bottle. My asshole hot. <laughs> my asshole's hot. And how long after? Very you quickly. You went the first. Yeah. I went. I I went three times. Um, twice the same night. And then the next day. Um, and then after that, I didn't shit for two days. <laughs> you know what I think? You know when you cauterize a cut or a fucking bullet wound? Yeah. I think it did that to my asshole. <laughs> that hot burnt my asshole shut. <laughs> I cauterized my asshole. That's a that's a title of the show. I cauterized my asshole. Um, it started yeah, coming out of my out. mouth. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't go out at night. I went the next morning for my morning constitution. <laughs> And yeah, you let that it, motherfucker it, burn. It might have been more marinated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the the chip was such garbage, and it was yeah, stale. It tastes like shit. It tastes like shit, and it was stale as a motherfucker. So, in the beginning, you hear the chew. I'm on that mic, and I'm chewing like a motherfucker, trying to. You want to get it down and get it over with, but you're also afraid of it passing the back of your tongue down your throat, like. Is my throat going to fucking swell shut you? I don't know anything. You don't know if you're going to fucking have an, a reaction to it, which is what was I was scared about. I'm like, what if I can't breathe? Then what? I'm going to stab myself in the throat with a pen like you see on the TV show when somebody's in a car. Like, <laughs> I'm going to breathe through the trachea. And I was like, chew and chew, chew, chew. I feel like a baby. Chew, chew, chew. And you're like, fuck it. And it's chewy at this point. And you fucking just lump that whole thing down. And you sit there, and we're pretty normal when it starts, because you even you're like, it's a bit stale, and we're very normal, but we're mm-hmm. you're worried as you're doing it, like you're like, a-, a truck is coming down the highway, I'm gonna get hit soon with this, and I don't know when it's coming, and <laughs> so like right after the show, though, man, I got the bubbly guts, my stomach fucking hurt, and I got a little bit of a, I got more than a soft serve that came out, it was a you know a little bit of water piss out my mm-hmm. ass, and I said, ooh, and I felt a little bit. Just a little bit, though, because it's not through your system yet. But a little yeah. residue is. A little residue trail down the fucking uh, colon and uh, through the intestine here. And I said, hmm. So later on that evening, I go again. And I said, hmm. After, I said, I jump off the pot a little bit. Like, ooh, foo. I fucking jump up. I was like, ooh. And uh, I remember I was about to get into bed. And I fucking stood at the edge of the bed for a while because your asshole uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like you almost want to bend over, air it out, you know, uh, welcoming committee, and <laughs> open for business. <laughs> fucking uh, two holes, no waiting. And uh, I was like, mm, fuck. So you get into bed and your asshole's pulsing. It really got a fucking pulse to it. And uh, next day though, I go to work, and I'm like, mm. I go fucking, I gotta sit down at work, which I don't enjoy to go at work regardless. And I went at work, man. Oh, I think it was worse that day. And I was in communicado with all you people saying, 
man, this is a rough time, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to find my next stop is good because I have a clean bathroom there to yeah. contaminate. <laughs> everyone, everyone walking that bathroom looking like Dustin Hoffman with a fucking monkey suit, trying not to fucking be infected and shit from outbreak. Uh, when yeah, I Fausto thought it was going to be fine after the first one because I felt like mm-hmm. I went a lot, and then I went to work, and then about two or three hours later, that was the worst one. I, I could feel, I, yeah, I could feel it again in my stomach. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. you got to burn. It's a burning in your stomach. Yeah, and then I remember you were saying like, you know, like oh, when you're done, it's going to hurt to sit down, and so like I, <laughs> I got back to my work truck and I sat down. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you just feel your fucking your asshole burning like i was <laughs> fucking driving on one cheek because it, like, it hurt to have fucking my ass on the fucking you need a seat. donut yeah. you really did you did because i mean you know even when you have to take a massive dump you know if you sit flat on your ass if you're, you're getting fucked you know you get a, you, <laughs> that that fucking lump that's in your ass so your asshole does you know make contact as as you well know by looking in your underwear after a, a day of work <laughs> <laughs> you go look at the fucking drag races have gone by you uh so y- you literally I, i'm out of the bathroom i just fucking stand i just stand i'm like i hope nobody fucking comes walk by from work because like what are you doing standing here because i was just like <laughs> i didn't want to fucking move i just stood there the whole time but uh before that the night before i was fucking loopy and i would tell the duchess i'm like i fucking i'm just off and I'm like, and now Faust texts me that he feels j- fucking high. I'm like, <laughs> and it is. You're I just, did. I didn't really. I had like, I think I only had one beer. I had, yeah, I drank one beer before we did it. It was just a 12 ounce can. It was just fucking Pacifico. So mm-hmm. I'm not getting drunk off one can of that. And then uh, after we did the chip, I drank maybe a quarter of a second can. I was like, okay, this beer is not tasting good. <laughs> after what I after what we just ate, plus all the ice cream and the milk. Ugh. Yeah, there was a <laughs> cornucopia, if you will. It was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, the poor girlfriend was uh, yelling at me because I tried to uh, contaminate her with a kiss. Uh, and she was like, that was the grossest fucking kiss I've ever had in my life. Because I, I think my beer was full of milk. It was, it was, she didn't get any of the hot. She just got, she got a milk kiss and not a hot kiss. I'm like, that's worse than the hot chip, a fucking milk kiss. Blah. So that was, um, that was the fucking mess. Yeah, I went to work and I, mm. one of my coworkers that follows me on Instagram he's like, so how was it? I'm like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just sucked. <laughs> it fucking yeah. sucked. You're beat up. You're punch drunk from it. And, and then one of the other uh, one of my other coworkers was like, hey, where's the rest of the video? I wanted to see the reaction. I'm like, you gotta pay for that motherfucker. Yeah, fuck you. How about that? There's your reaction. What's your coworker's that's, name? That's called a tease. Hmm. Yeah. What's that coworker's name, Pals? His name is Alejandro. Fuck you. How about that, Faust? You like that? Fuck you. Pay. <laughs> you pay. <laughs> you pay for this fucking misery. In misery, we're going to give it to you for free. Yeah. I, you know what? I never watched it. And the funniest part about it is I did not listen to the show afterwards. As they say, Faust, oh, I was there. I don't need to, yeah. to listen to it. And doing the commercial last night, the girlfriend comes in the room. I am literally... Literally, I shit you not. Thank you. Choice of words. Mm -hmm. Fucking tears are running down my fucking face (laughs) because I never heard uh, what happened. And I think I was fucking loopy and punched out. Oh, wow. And so I'm listening to it and I am fucking crying with laughter. 
from our fucking reactions of and she goes it wasn't that funny because she was sitting here and i go yeah. i never heard it before she because she's like i didn't find, i go listen to this i go you didn't hear their side you only heard me so uh-huh. here listen she agreed she was fucking laughing her ass off too <laughs> and i was like oh my god it was fucking funny i'm like i feel like a moron yeah. i watched my it own back, shit but i was dying watching yeah listening. when gwen got home she's like i want to see it so i played it before i actually saw the video <laughs> oh she's like she's like oh my god <laughs> screaming oh oh i'm like yeah, it was fucking not right at all at all um so did you guys uh happen to record the aftermath not what kind any. of producing motherfuckers <laughs> are on this show? I and was, they want to split, ladies and gentlemen, they want to split Patreon three ways. I was, and I, uh, I record my shits. Where's your. <laughs> I was at work, and so we're not allowed to have our, our phones oh, on really? side. So I, I went to the. Because I, I had been. Where do you flatulent. put it? Like, you got to put it in a fucking locker before? Or no, during? I just throw it in my toolbox. Okay. And then, uh, so I was flatulent, so I'm like, fuck, I, I'm going to go to the bathroom. That way I can break wind and. Mm-hmm. And it not stink up the shop because they were fucking nasty. And I'm in the bathroom, and I've and you, you, we've all done it before. Is this a is this a fart or is it going to be a shit? And I don't want to take life. that chance. So, so like I, I I jumped on the toilet, and the first two came out fine. The third one came out, and I shit you not, I said yeah. out loud, <laughs> "Oh yeah, thank you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this ain't going to be good." And then, like the rest of it, the rest of it, yeah, it was soft serve, and it burned, and I think it burned for about ten minutes, about as long as the fucking chip lasted. The yeah. heat lasted in your mouth. Yeah. Oh my god! It was fucking intense. So I was that, and but that was it. Like when I got home the next morning and took my my regular shit in the morning. <laughs> my morning constitutional. Um, yeah, morning constitutional. I was. It was. It was a little heat, but it wasn't. As, it wasn't that bad. So I got most of it out that that first first go around. Mm. Very good. I got lucky. I think it was all that ice cream I ate because I'm lactose intolerant, so it just came all out. Oh, boy. Oh, On top man. of all. <laughs> no wonder it stunk. If, you, know, <laughs> you know what? Though? God. It, it kind of worked in my favor that way because I usually take those like those little lactate pills to help yeah. you. Uh, if I ever take my daughter out to ice cream, I always have a couple in my pocket. You know, pop them when, when we go to Stone Cold Steve Austin Creamery. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, so, but i totally forgot because i was in such pain i just fucking forgot well i was with the uh, piss pop hippo one time and uh we were carpooling to work and we stopped at starbucks to get a coffee and he's lactose intolerant so he always gets soy milk and we're in his car and we're driving to work and he's drinking his coffee he goes i don't think this is soy milk oh and then after and then after oh wow nope, nope. Yep, that's regular milk, and it's it was one of the nastiest farts I've ever seen. Modern day my life. scary Perry. I have my here. I have my head out the window. Oh. It was raining. His just I his asshole <laughs> must be so fucking rancid as is. Look at that guy. And it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he was like, oh, yep, yep, and he even rolled down his window like he was grossing oh. himself out. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Uh, so, would you guys like to hear my experience? Oh, boy. Oh, yes, please. Okay. All right. I have uh, multiple recording, And I tell the Duchess afterwards, which is probably not a good move. I go, uh, well, I recorded. And then she's like, what's wrong with you? You know? And, and I go, and I'm giggling, right? Because I'm five. And I fucking giggle. And I go, 
you want to hear it? She, she's like, oh, what's wrong with you? And I go, you want to hear it? She goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, boy, someone's rubbing off on you because then I play it and I'm fucking laughing. I, it's funny because I won't fart in front of her if I can't help it. But uh, meanwhile, I'll play it, though, because it was from another room. It's probably because it, then you don't have to worry about the stench. So, you know, that's that's a little less. Like, I don't mind hearing it. I don't want to fucking smell it. So. Smell it. Okay, let me turn this up. Let me see how this comes out here. All right, here's uh, here's the first one um, of the night. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was that was the first. <laughs> Sounded like you're pouring soup into the Yeah. Beer. It's, it's straight like, fucking here we go. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this, this, this liquid no. squirt at the end. Yeah, that's the fucking your asshole pucker afterwards. Oh. You know, tighten it up. All right. Here's the uh, the second one of the evening. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one sprayed the bowl. That, yeah, I hope you just, I hope when you, just you lift the lid bowl. and you're like, fuck, I got wiped down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Let's see how this one is, too. This is the third of the fucking evening, I believe. Let's see. There's one that's a dud, I think. I don't know. This one might be the dud here. I don't think anything happens. Okay, wrong, wrong clip. Nothing there. Okay, here is the last one of that day. Let's see. Oh! Sound <laughs> like you're forcing that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Not much needed in the force there. It's fucking explosion. Like, like you're squeezing out the rest, of the, the end of the ketchup bottle. Oh! I need the last of it out. <laughs> then I think here's here's the one from uh the the time at work I believe this one is. Let's see. <laughs> there was just a lot of air and then a, a full a full size turd was on that one. You could hear it creeping out. It wasn't watery. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, so I encourage everybody. You always have to record your farts oh. when you're going to have a, a good one like that. Oh, man. Especially the explosion ones, you know what I mean? The day that shitting and farting isn't funny anymore is the day I don't want to live anymore. It's true. I don't know. Which of the three is the best one here? I, maybe because you played it first, but I like the first one. <laughs> Go back to the first here. <laughs> yeah that was like you could hear the phone getting ready like I fucking lower it down a little bit and then it catches <laughs> like I wipe the phone off oh <laughs> oh you, you hear the water fizzle at the end <laughs> carbonated oh my god it's one of those you look back and it's just fucking mud soup Afterwards, God. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, mine was like a dark green. Oh man. I, well, I'll tell you what. The one at work, completely black. 
black <laughs> shit. Like chip. Yeah, it was the fucking chip. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, but one thing I forgot to tell you is like at, right after the show, like I was fine during the show, and then right after the show, I just my stomach got really hard and it started burning. Mm-hmm. So I, I I grabbed some Pepsi and and Pepsi AC and I and I grabbed you know I ate one, and it went away because I, I was about to hurl, and that that calmed oh. it down. And then like I don't know, ten fifteen minutes later, it came back again. So I I had a whole bottle of Pepsi and I went through half of it that night. Because it kept coming back, but it kept getting like longer. Like first one was like ten minutes later, then fifteen minutes, and then twenty minutes, half hour. Then hmm. I think I stopped like around two o'clock at night. I finally stopped. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! <laughs> oh, yeah, fun times, fun times had by all. Um, Let's not do that again. No, <laughs> no. Should we say if we get to a hundred, we have to fucking? Well, we said we'd shave our fucking heads if uh, they did that in a month. But uh, yeah, I, I think we the well is dry with uh, Patreon for a little while. But however, like, like I know, if I had to do it again, I could do it. Sure, I know what to expect, mm-hmm. but I, I I wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to. There'd have to be quite the occasion. Here's a good question. Here's a good yeah. Here's a good question for you. Then, how much money would it cost for you to do it again? Like oh. right now. I mean, it, realistically, wouldn't you say like if someone handed you a hundred bucks, you would do it? I mean, because you go, oh, a thousand. No, somebody go, here's a hundred fucking dollars. I don't know. <laughs> and you're, you're two, two, it's a guarantee. <laughs> two, you're doing it, you fucking liar. <laughs> fucking half hour of being uncomfortable, you're doing <laughs> They would have to pay for the <laughs> yeah, And the next day of your asshole. Yeah. They would have to pay for the chip. <laughs> yeah, that 25 is not coming out of that hundred. <laughs> yeah, maybe get one that's not stale. Uh, I think that back. that helps uh, a great deal, a great deal. Um, yeah, it it break apart easier because it just stayed together. Like it chewed and chewed and it just didn't. Yeah, it was chewy apart. after a fucking. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> it didn't barely crunch. It chewed. Um, I, we have a great movie review today, Faust. Uh, you know who's reviewing it? You are. Yes, I finally have. Uh, I have a fucking a formula, Faust, and a formula is this. <laughs> Punch him in the mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, I finally got this this formula right, I believe. And I think the formula is correct because it's a very, very famous movie that everyone has seen. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is our movie of the week um, to review. So since we have all know Ferris Bueller and... and It'll be interesting to hear Faust because he's never watched it completely all the way through in one sitting. What's the matter with you? Yeah, exactly. And then it's funny because while I was watching, no, the fu- and then the funny thing is, is as I'm watching, I'm like, I, I have seen everything? all this. Yeah, I, think the only, I think the only part I don't remember was uh, Chuck Sheen. That's about it. Oh, what? Jesus, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Um, but since we all know this, and I don't have to go through, oh, this person did this, and this person. I have fun facts about all the fucking scenes all the way through. Fucking, yeah, that's it. that's how we're going to review this. This is going to be fucking fantastic. Um, so maybe we uh, we get to that. But also, I also wanted to bring up a thought on future ways to do movies. Me and Fauci talked about this, and uh, we bring Greg into a conversation and his yeah. thoughts. Now... We said, uh, first, we have to finish off with everyone who is in Patreon. They all get to pick a movie. 
That's that's first of all. And then we were considering, how about we do mystery science theater type? We fucking watch the fucking movie and commentate during it, and that's a fucking bonus show by itself. That's not on the fucking show. That's a bonus uh, on Patreon. And it's the full movie. You will hear some of it because I have the the soundboard so I could raise the volume on uh, the TV on the microphones. And we watch and obviously you make comments during the whole thing. Now, the problem would be it has to be a movies movies that you would be able to commentate. I mean, shit, you could talk shit, whatever. So after everyone else picks, then I think we have a bin full of movies that we can. We make sure we pick movies that are suitable for review. And then everyone in Patreon gets to vote on what movie uh, out of, you know, uh, do a poll. What movie is it that we're going to review? Now, right off the bat, I'm thinking we throw things in this pot as in all the Ed Wood movies. (laughs) Plan 9 from Outer Space. There's a lot to talk about. And so, and you need the room in there. You need these kind of things. Windy City Heat, Faust. We don't have <laughs> to just go. Movie we of the week. Yes, we don't have to just go 80s. Um, we have to do nonsensical fucking weird shit in there. And uh, that's how we would do it. What do you think, Greg? Oh, this is a fabulous idea. Now, the, also, uh, Faust was saying, well, here's the issue, too, is finding a time that we all can do this. And he was saying, well, Maybe this is a once a month instead uh, that we do that because then we can get together and, you know, say, oh, on this Saturday at two o'clock, we're all going to fucking sit down and do this. And I think the way I think the only way to really do it would be to have you guys on Skype on camera facing the TV and all going through into the computer. So you would hear it through that way. Um and I would have it hooked up that way so I could do the volume and we would be recording it like this. So, you know, it's not like people need to see a fucking what we're seeing. They were just, right. uh, you would hear it in the background too and lower and higher and pause. Because there might be a lot of pausing when, uh, and you know what? It could be thrown in, Faust. Uh, the Frenchie porno could be put into this fucking game. Oh. <laughs> and that could be an extra bonus show because that's going to be, you know, 15 minutes of fucking laughing our fucking asses Spring up. chickens number... I think it's four or three. I don't remember. Mm. You still have that or did was I it give it away? No, I said that one's <laughs> off limits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't giving that one away. It's too much... It's gold in them there hills. Who ended up getting all those? I don't even remember. No, only uh, Green Hat got some. Remember? He was the only uh, one who fucking did yeah. something. The guy who doesn't fucking subscribe... Mm-hmm. He fucking entered the contest. <laughs> yeah, pretty good porno. Yeah, this is a good porno. I, you know, I beat off a couple times. Uh, the kids weren't aware. So, <laughs> what well, we could do that? Um, I don't know. Do we want to uh, jump into the to movie reviews and then when we come back um, out of it, we could have um, a secondary discussion that I want to play about the movie. Uh, with Ferris Bueller because there is the theory that Ferris Bueller was not real. <gasps> exactly, Faust. I don't know about you, but this is... Blasphemy. It is blasphemy. So maybe we do that and um, have some other things. Uh, other things over on Patreon that I want to only tell Patreon people about. And uh, those secret meetings that I'm involved in, Faust. <laughs> those... Uh, 
meetings with a, a famous person that uh, I want to talk about, and it's not for public consumption. So I think uh, we'll go over there now, and then we'll come back, and uh, if those people want to know the fucking Iggy, know where to find us. If not, listen to this. You know if you went to patreon.com slash lingusmafia, you wouldn't miss out on anything, like the time we did the hot chip challenge. Mm. Oh. You don't make this Never. noise during sex. <laughs> it doesn't last this long. Thank you, Greg. Or go way back into our old shows, like episode 50 when Blarn set in, and he told us what he wanted to do when his girlfriend broke up with him. I could cut the wheel right now. <laughs> cut the wheel. I could cut the wheel. She, w- she would have no idea. I would probably survive. <laughs> probably. Also, when you go to patreon.com slash lingusmafia, we have bonus shows, like the show I do with the Duchess, Total Bellas. Out of the blue, they want to get deep into being Mexican. Let me assist you at that. (laughs) First of all, have five kids. Move into a shack. Ask ten more grown people to move in with you into that shack. And now all quit working and using deodorant. Now... You're close to know what it's like to being Mexican. Oh, and stop trimming your mole hair. Oh. As well as shows hosted by Fausti and Rob Jeremy doing Corona Lingus with special guests. I'm in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, and when everything first started going down, you guys are right over there. Everything broke up. <laughs> I think that's Rob shuffling around. Hey, listen, stop putting up the glove compartment of your fucking S10 pickup, Spick. You can go back and listen to all our specials, like the 32 Days of Lingus, when we did all the WrestleManias in a row. I go, God, this woman is a Christian woman, and they're showing her pussy. As well as all of Gregorio's specials. So earn your stripes. Go to patreon.com slash lingusmafia and join the family. Now on with the show. Uh, at the end, uh, he wanted Ferris to get everyone in the audience. So when everyone starts to get up to leave and Mr. Rooney's scene starts because they think that's the credits and it's over, they all stop and come back. Some come in from the lobby. They watch the Mr. Rooney part. The movie ends. They all start to leave again. And then, boom, Ferris now fucking comes out. They all have to fucking stop. Have to fucking come back again. So it was just a way to say, look, Ferris even controls the fucking audience too, <laughs> and uh, yeah. that is the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Best movie review we've ever done, Faust. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how many Gordy Howe jerseys uh, do you, <laughs> or or you could say how many Mister Rooney mustaches or schnozolas oh. do you like to give this? <laughs> um, I give it a ten out of five. Oh. Best one of the best movies of all fucking time. I'll give it a four. How? What could it have done any differently, Faust? <laughs> what did it do for you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like I said, I really didn't watch it when I was a kid, so I, I guess I don't have the nostalgia that you do. So yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was a little, maybe a little better than Caddyshack last week. But a I, little I was, better? You, dare you fucking say such a horrible <laughs> thing? Least- at least this one had a plot. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> there was Vaguely. a plot to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I, the plot was he had to sneak out and get back home. The, the plot was we should all go back in time and go warn him what Sloane looks like now. Mm. Oh, I haven't seen. Oh, you haven't seen what she looks like now? No. Eh, I mean, she's not some pig or anything, but, uh, you know, years have passed. 
Years gotcha. have passed. That's that's a thing. As we listen to some Ferris Bueller in the background, I just have on the fucking movie scene. I have the uh, so I'll say uh, four and a half. Four and a half out of five. Still a little room for improvement. Really? Is that what you just, think? Hmm? You know, seeing this as a twelve-year-old compared to seeing it as a forty-something-year-old. When you're twelve. And you see this kid getting away with murder, <laughs> doing everything. How doing many everything of you, you dreamed? How many of you out there in the lingus, including my two asshole friends here, licked their fucking palms to try to get out of being sick? I did. Uh, you know what I did? I, I did the thermometer next to the light bulb, but you have to. Oh. You can't do it too. You got to do. Yeah, you, you, you burn yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you got to keep looking. You know, you want to get that, that 101 range. You don't want to get it <laughs> too high. You Greg's parents pull it out. It's 110. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. My son. I, I, never, I never did the lick palms thing, though. See, well, I, I tried to learn the lesson from Ferris Bueller. He said never do a phony fever. You, you could end up in a fucking hospital. <laughs> so I take a lesson from Ferris Bueller. Which, yeah, my yeah. go-to was always uh, my stomach hurts or I'm yeah. feeling nauseous. Or. I do that, but um, I used the line from uh, Ferris a billion times about if my if I was bleeding from my eyes, my mother would not let me stay home. And because <laughs> that was very true. I could not... The only way I could stay home would be Greg's trick. If you have a fever, that's the only way you stay home. I had a fucking beg at one point to, uh, like, if you had the shits... And you're like, please yeah. don't make me go to school. I'm going to fucking have to be shitting all day. That's uncomfortable, you know? And uh, that got me out once. And then I learned the fucking lesson because my mother had me take a note to the fucking office the next day. A sick note, right? That you got to get a fucking excuse for. And you know they have kids working in the office. That was the thing. You would uh, get your credits by working in the fucking office. And I had to give one of the hot girls working in the office a fucking note from my mother that said, Please excuse my son. He had diarrhea the night uh. yesterday. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you couldn't just say he don't feel well. I remember so I signed my father's name to um, some, like when I would skip a class, skip school. I would sign the note for my father because I was like, oh, they could compare my moms to the old ones, you know? And I'm like, yeah. I don't live with my father. They don't know anything. I fucking signed my, you know, my real calf soprano across that thing. <laughs> I don't know any fucking better. Um... I don't, this movie was a fucking staple growing up for me. I fucking this this is a, a top five for me movie, probably of all time. I remember seeing it. I saw it on VHS, and by mm -hmm. the name of it, I was like, I, I don't want to see this movie. By the end, really? I was like, let's watch it again. <laughs> as soon as it's over. I mean, how many times did you want to fucking run the neighborhood with that fucking uh, music going on and jump? You know, you just wanted to fucking cut school and do all this shit. Right. But I would cut school and fucking do nothing. <laughs> Play video games. Pretty much. I mean, that was the best you could do. And I remember, like, I only cut school. Fucking, it was at the worst a handful. I don't even know if it was that. But I remember one time really cutting, like, where you would say you're going to school. And then fucking wait for your ma to fucking leave so you can go back home. And uh. I did that, like, one time. And that was a fucking misery. Because you're like, I would be hiding around the house, waiting for the car to leave, and then go back. And the whole time, you're terrified somebody's going to come to fuck home. Right. So, you know, yeah. like, you're never comfortable. And I'm like, fuck. You know, and I remember my father said he cut school one time, and he went under, he just stayed under the fucking bed all day. It was like, I don't even know what uh -oh. the fuck I, yeah, it was like, why? 
Yeah, so, just go to school. Yeah, he's like, I fucking stayed under the bed, and his mother was a big woman. And he's, <laughs> remember, she fucking plopped down on the fucking bed. Mm. And nearly fucking kills him. And he goes fucking flying out from underneath the fucking bed. She don't know what the fuck it was that's running out from under the bed. So she taken high chase with a fucking wooden coat hanger. And I think as he ran to his father, she fucking fired that thing like a boomerang and nailed him right in the elbow with the wood wood <laughs> hanger. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So that's uh, that. Uh, should we get into is Ferris Bueller fake or not? Yes, sir. Let's see. Hmm. Ferris, what would that just be? Is Ferris Bueller imaginary? Ferris Bueller imaginary. There it is. Okay. Let's see. Oh, there's there's a couple things. There's eleven reasons why Ferris Bueller's Day Off is secretly terrifying. How about that? Hmm. <laughs> why it's terrifying? What would that? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, maybe we watch this one. Let's see what this has to say after the fucking ad, of course. And How yeah. long is it? Oh, the, the fucking whole thing? Or the ad? No, yeah, the video. This is nine minutes? We'll listen to some of it. We'll just skip around. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Obsessive Pop Culture Disorder, the show that you in the comments and on Tumblr often refer to as Pop Culture Disorder. All right, just Disorder, get to it. Which doesn't even... Come on, guys. OPCD. The O I'm fast-forwarding you. It, Ferris did a lot in his day off, and I would never make anyone do math, but I will throw some numbers in the air. Admission to the Chicago Institute of Art is about $12 per person if you factor in the student discount. Baseball tickets for a Cubs game go from anywhere between $46 and $90, and those look like pretty decent seats, so let's put that cost on the high end. They take a taxi at one point, they dine at a fancy restaurant eating fancy things like pancreas, which I've never had, but assume is expensive, and they keep Cameron's dad's car in a parking garage all day, which costs money. Plus. Ferris tipped that one guy a Finsky on top. See what a Finsky can do with that attitude? <laughs> Ferris Bueller is a high school senior who is constantly bemoaning the fact that he doesn't have a car, so where's his money coming from? Good question, me. According to an article I read on humor website cracked.com, in the original script, it's revealed that Ferris stole the money that funds his day off from his father. Sick Ferris is on the phone with his dad and casually brings up the savings bonds he knows his dad has stashed somewhere in the house. Ferris says, you work so hard, I bet you don't even remember where those bonds are, right? Which prompts his dad to say, like hell, they're in a shoebox in my closet. And Ferris hmm. turns to camera and says, the guy gave it up faster than a drunk Catholic girl. Which, douche! You're already stealing from your father. And on top of that, you want to belittle his integrity and call him the guy? Douche for days, Bueller. But the scene was cut, so maybe it should be omitted now. But even so, if Ferris didn't rob his dad, that money still has to come from somewhere. Did he steal it from some other guy? Someone else's dad? Has he been hoarding it? Knowing this day would come? Meticulously planning everything like some kind of sociopath? Hey! Hey! Over time, he's a sociopath. Like sort of a saint <laughs> yeah, I was wondering the same thing where all this money like came from. I, I thought I missed the scene or something. Fun, living in the moment and carpeting various DMs, including and especially DMs off. And his life moves pretty fast, so look at it once in a while mantra is still a go-to senior quote even today in whatever year this is. But, hey, is he a sociopath? When Ferris is trying to con his way into a fancy restaurant with his girlfriend and weird buddy, what does he say to the audience <laughs> when he's been accused of going too far? You can never go too far. Yes, you freaking can go too far. When you involve people in your needlessly elaborate lie and they're now legitimately afraid, that's too far, guy. Also, I know how meat hierarchy goes, so I wouldn't dare speak for kings. But 
as the Sausage Duke of Central New Jersey, I can say that I keep my reservations. That means the real Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago, will eventually show up at that restaurant. I'm Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Ferris might be content rubbing a rabbit's foot and trusting that everything will always work out for everyone, but it's a shitty plan that could have easily backfired. Does he even care about his friends? or anyone else in the world who isn't Ferris? Let's look at the scene where sick Ferris is talking to his dad. Take a hot bath and then uh, wrap a hot towel around your head. Hey, Ferris? Yeah. Love you, pal. I love you, too. I'm so disappointed in Cameron. I'm probably not a sociopath, so I can't speak authoritatively on the subject, but I'm close, and even I know that there's something wrong with that interaction. It's not just that Ferris can fake... And why would you put a hot towel around your head if you have a fever? A bonding moment with his dad. <laughs> I don't know. Took time out of his day to call his son and check up, fast do a towel here. thing. It almost seemed like... Hi, how you doing? Hi. Ferris Bueller. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Ferris has to sprint home to maintain his ruse, but he's so cool that he could take time to chat at some biddies. Hooray for coolness. Couple things. What kind of sunbathing is that? Look at him. They're both completely in the shade. The sun is <laughs> yep. coming from behind them, creating a halo for the blonde. I heard that what before. That? I have no idea what they could be getting out of this experience. We know that at the start of the movie, the temperature was great. It was in the upper 70s. But given the time of year, spring according to Wikipedia, the time of night, almost six according to Sloan's watch, and Ferris's outfit, jeans and a long sleeve jacket, I'm assuming it has since gotten a bit colder. It is, at the very least, cool enough that Ferris doesn't feel like taking off his warm looking jacket or sweater vest, even while he's sprinting at top speed. So these two women, are wearing bathing suits outside in the shade, facing away from the sun at one of the cooler times of day during a fairly cool or at least not hot time of year, and they have big beach towels. Why? For the pool? What pool? Are you telling me that this backyard has a pool that we can't see? Don't Look at all that unused real estate between the house and the chairs. Why wouldn't they put the pool there? I was just thinking, oh, look, he's cheating on the girlfriend already. Yeah, he's yeah, got a girlfriend. Yeah. The idea that the whole movie took place in Ferris's head. And also to reinforce the idea that he's a sociopath. <laughs> You're not even married to Sloan. You're already dipping into who is. I love you, too. I love you, too. Now he's trying to charm some long broads. Ferris, you have a girlfriend. A great one. To the cameras of the world, a perfect woman. Sloan thinks you're gonna marry her. You said you would. You claim you love her. You made her lie about her grandmother's death just so you could have your f***ing day. Keep it together. She is beautiful and cool and puts up with your inability to grow up and sociopathic behavior, a trait not all women share, real talk. Don't throw that away for a couple of sunbathing maniacs who skip school to soak up some sweet shade, alliterative talk. Which brings us to the halfway point of the episode, which I think really sings. It's We're out of time? We're almost... All right, that's enough of this All fucking right. guy. Let's get the uh, imaginary. He up a lot of great points, man. And there is. There's like, quite a few. Let's see. Okay. We're going to pass this ad, and here we go. We could pause as we go along and figure this out. Let's surrender. Never. It has been three decades since Ferris Bueller took the day off. That is, if you Can believe you that Ferris Bueller actually home? exists. What if the deeply carefree, lovable boy wonder Ferris isn't a real person? Instead, he and his extravagant sick day about town are the fantasies of a teen psyche going rampant from parental neglect. Ferris is a larger-than-life hero figure formed in the mind of the film's most emotionally conflicted character, Cameron. You know, as long as I've known him, everything works for him. There's nothing he can't handle. I can't handle anything. School, parents, future. 
Ferris can do anything. Both Cameron, played by Alan Ruck, and Ferris, played by Matthew Broderick, wake up sick. The timing is convenient. Now get dressed and come on over. Can't stand that I'm sick. That's all in your head. Come on over. Ferris phones Cameron looking for a car. Cameron has access to the means of travel, which makes the day possible. John Hughes did never mention uh, that he was imaginary, by the way. Minutes later, Ferris knows Cameron is sitting in his car, debating whether or not to come over. Shit. Granted, maybe he just really knows his friend's mannerisms. Or maybe he's not real. Maybe the two are so successful during their fake phone call to Principal Rooney because they're parts of the same brain. Ferris convinces Cameron to take his father's $250,000 Ferrari. Cameron rides in the back of the car during the whole voyage like a passenger, relinquishing control. A closer look reveals the car's license plate is nervous. Ferris is Cameron's way of momentarily letting go. Now what the fuck would that have to do with him not being real? Worry. Once Ferris is behind the wheel of the situation, he's in control. Things get fun. Cameron's sickness suddenly vanishes. I feel pretty good. Yeah? I feel real good. But as Cameron later admits, he's still in control. I made you take the car this morning. I could have stopped you. Even Ferris's trademark way of talking to the camera makes us feel like he's our imaginary friend, guiding us with irresistible life lessons. These segments remind us of a voice in our head, or a face in the mirror. What do you do if you're a confused and emotionally troubled teen fantasizing about a more thrilling life? You steal a fancy sports car, pick up the beautiful girl from school, go to the city, visit Wrigley, eat at a fine restaurant, deceive the authorities, crash a parade, sing for a crowd, and do all the wild and bold things that Cameron as Cameron is afraid of doing. You see and do a time-defying number of things in the span of a school day, cramming at least three days worth of activity into an afternoon. You realize if we played by the rules right now, we'd be in gym? Sloan <laughs> says to Ferris near the end, You knew what you were doing when you woke up this morning, didn't you? Sure he did. He woke up and fantasized about a wonderful day. I Central Park in fall. I Central Park in fall. You Sloan may be someone that Cameron is merely aware of, a figure he crushes on from afar. Ferris says he fears Cameron will marry the first girl who pays attention to him, and Cameron may be wishing that girl was Sloan. She's beautiful and desirable, and through Ferris, attainable. As Ferris, anything is possible, including having the girl of his dreams. Hi, how you doing? Hi. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> I'm not getting married. Give me one good reason, why not? I'll give you two good reasons why not. My mother and my father. That's why he's sick all the time. He's the only guy I know who feels better when he's sick. On top of Ferris's adventurous spirit and luck with girls, Cameron might also fantasize about parents like Ferris's. Ferris's loving parents are exactly the fantasy that a boy would dream up if his own wealthy, cold mother and father showed more affection for their expensive things than their own son. Just as the exaggerated way the town rallies around Ferris could represent Cameron's teenage wish to be loved on a grander scale, it could also be an extension of his cry for his parents' attention. Let my Cameron I think I see my dad. Son of a bitch is down there somewhere. My old man pushes me around. 
If Cameron does invent an imaginary best friend to help him escape reality, Ferris also becomes the creation that gives Cameron the heart to stand up to his neglectful father and his own lack of self-esteem. Cameron has more claim to being the dramatic protagonist of the movie because he undergoes change based on a major revelation about his The other thing is we never found out what the fuck house they went to with the jacuzzi and the fucking pool. Yeah, it could be just some random house they break into. That's what Hughes was saying. He goes, we just assume that it's anyone. (laughs) After that car is wrecked, he decides to face his family reality while simultaneously creating an implausible escape for his fantasy persona. Ferris doesn't change at all. He remains the same fully formed miracle of a person, almost like a fairy. A Peter Pan who isn't subject to the same rules of gravity as the rest of us. What do you think Ferris is going to do? It's going to be a frightful Of course, the theory that Ferris doesn't exist requires the viewer to overlook some things, like Rooney's phone conversation with Ferris's mom. <laughs> yeah, overlook his all that. intrusion of the Bueller house and his run-in with Jeannie. Those would be weird and unnecessary things for Cameron to fantasize. But even if it's unlikely that Ferris is literally intended to be imaginary, reading the movie this way underlines how the tortured Cameron struggle is the serious beating heart of what would otherwise be light comic distraction. I'm just tired of being afraid. Through Cameron, the movie touches on deep adolescent doubt and the terrifying scope of the unknown that lies ahead of the teenager. I weep for the future. Real or not, for Cameron and for us all, Ferris is the magical, carefree, lucky charm that we all dream of, especially on those days when we're not feeling so hot. For the first time in his life, he's gonna be just fine. Being Ferris's ninth sick day of the semester, this particular day off isn't that significant to him. Its weight comes from how it touches Cameron. It's the best day of my life. And there you have it. Very nice. I I agree. Interesting. You agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, I, uh, I'd like to point out, or I don't know if you guys thought of it, but even though we all aspire to be Ferris, we're all more like Cameron. And I think that's why he, John Hughes wrote Cameron, because we could relate to him better than Ferris. Mm. Yeah. There's so many different little videos. It's like there's another one that says only uh, things only adults notice in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, watch those on my own. All right. Um, actually, now I have to play what uh, Jagged Scotsman Mallow has picked for next week. Oh, did you give a shout out to who picked Fair? I Bueller? did. I said Marty Martin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Just making sure. Yes. Uh, trailer. Okay. Official trailer. This should. Do and uh, Greg, pay attention because you will be reviewing it. Oh shit! From Jaggy to Scotsman Mallow. Here we go. Let's see if there's an ad first. Oh, <laughs> probably not. Nope. Here we go. Like to hit, hit, go. From another time comes a man of great power. Talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. A warrior of incredible strength. You've the devil in you. We've been kinsmen 20 years. Connor McLeod was my kinsman. I don't know who you are. Because you were born different, men will fear you, try to drive you away. (laughs) 
uncertain of his Any clue, Greg? I have no idea. Ooh, a wrestling scene in there. You cannot die, McLeod. I am Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel. I am immortal. <laughs> a hero who is about to face his greatest challenge. You will always be weaker than I. What can you tell me about a seven-foot lunatic hacking away with a broadsword at one o'clock in the morning, New York City, 1985? Not much. For he is not alone. In the end... There can be only one. There can be only one. And here we are, we're the princes of the universe. <laughs> we belong. He's got some queen in there, too, right? And there you have it, Greggy. Good luck. The, the Scotsman oh, picked a movie about a Scotsman. <laughs> you know, I had never <laughs> seen this movie, only heard of it. Before, so I've seen I've seen scenes, but I've never seen the whole movie. Mm, so this will be an interesting this will go. Be interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah. like it. It didn't look horrible watching it, and it's Sean Connery. It can't be garbage. It's so. a cult. <laughs> it's a cult classic, but so was Blade Runner. Mm. Oh God, it's, it's not near Blade Runner. <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> um, I'm laughing. Let me see. Oh, every time I hear anything about Sean Connery. I have to uh, think about this, Faust. You did an interview in which you said, it's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I, love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No. Not at all. You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad? It I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. What would merit it? Well, if you have tried everything else, <laughs> and women are pretty good at this, they, they can't leave it alone. Yeah? They don't they want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the laugh, last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again and, and get into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. Uh, what would... <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Oh, Sean Connery. Uh, and you give him the last word, and it's still not good. <laughs> like, we've all been in that situation before. Um, before we get to the news, Faust, I heard we have some emails. Oh, we do. Hmm. Uh, this first email is coming from someone we haven't heard from in a while. Hershey, the Wonder Fan. Oh, maybe hey. it's because she got called out last week. Hey, guys. Long time I know. Still in my depression stage of the Bucks becoming the new handsomes. Uh, I, I enjoy the name, Faust, and I'll say this. I enjoy the name 
Tampa Bay Gronkineers. <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> I said, this is the fucking greatest. And, and well, by the way, geez. I ordered my Tom jersey. What do you got to say about that? I got the red, red one. Yeah. It's TB. I mean, it's, it's made for him. It is. Of course. Well, he trademarked Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady, right? God, you missed. <laughs> What's he doing? I'm going to change my mind. Stop it, Tom. I think it'll only be more real once the season starts. I've been listening and still enjoying the show. Speaking of... <laughs> Was thinking of a new handle. Goose gave me a, a good idea with the niglet word somewhere oh, in there. Maybe that niglet Faust... mafia. Oh, <laughs> or lingus niglet. <laughs> Let Jesus me know if you have any Christ. other suggestions. <laughs> Faust, do you like to of... break that out every once in a while? <laughs> what she wants to get rid of Niggy Bella. Yeah, I enjoy. I think Nikki Bella, Bella was fucking fantastic. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, you know what? I do suggest she does is sign up for fucking Patreon. Thank you. Yeah. No shit. Well, don't ignore that <laughs> shit when you when you post. Go ahead. Well, let me go on. Well, she got time. Also, I got another set of orders, but this time for turkey. What? Luckily, oh, to go to Turkey. Have... I'm like, yeah. why does she have to buy turkey? <laughs> the fuck turkey is she talking right? about? Hold the mail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she doesn't leave until November, mm. but this time she'll be there for a year instead oh. of six months. Ugh. What's That's horrible. Oh, that, why luck, did Hershey. you do this, Hershey? It's why like would one of the you... worst parts of the world, man. Oh, my God. Why? In our... That is all the more reason to join the Patreon because she needs home, you know, and fucking listening to good stuff, and there's fucking endless entertainment take her back to home you know listening to this nonsense that's the kind of shit and that's not even trying to fucking just get someone to sign up that's fucking true life man i i would be doing that kind of shit in a heartbeat i would have all my shows lined up to take my mind away from things when i have free time and shit fuck that's awful i i i'm feel sorry for you Next email is going to be a long one. Oh, snap to and strap it's in. It's from Guy. No, Guy. Or is it What's Guy? up, fam? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Guy. As, as Rob was being very proper interviewing, hello, Guy, and he kept on doing I was like, hey, calm, Guy. Stop it. I hope everything is good or with Perez. y'all, especially after the one chip challenge. Totally oh. worth the $10. There you go. Our Anyways. I know you guys don't want to talk about wrestling, but we have the mm-hmm. money in the bank. The show was good. The matches were good. Nothing too lame except for Lashley and R-Truth. I like that it was only two and a half hours long. The actual money in the bank matches, well, match, because it was one, right? Yeah. Uh, the Easter eggs were funny. Few things to note. Number one, did Carmella get new titties? I, just I mean, it looked hard. like she got a boob job. If she did, good job, Carmella. Well, they they're were not bigger. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. You know, yeah, I, uh, I think they're just pushed up. Yeah, Billy sent me a clip of Alvarez and Meltzer talking about Money in the Bank, complaining mm-hmm. about everything. And like the other clip where he says, uh, you know, Mauro Ronello turned up to fucking 90 during an empty arena match was horrible, but JR does it better. And they said... Uh, there was no commentary for that fucking empty arena match. Oh, yeah. Fucking moron. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And so on this yeah. one, they go, so Otis wins but because he couldn't climb the ladder when all the rings were breaking, climbing it up. After he wins the briefcase, 
he climbs to the top of the ladder to hold up the briefcase. And I go, <laughs> was I not paying attention at the time? He never does this. It never fucking happens. Oh. Fucking idiots. I'm like, how are they reporting that, oh, look at this shit product, and it's not, it didn't even happen. Fucking morons. Number two, did they just kill Aleister Black and Rey Mysterio and not comment on it? I mean, I know Rey and Black are okay because they're in Raw, but I can't believe they just ended the show without commenting on it. I mean, Corbin threw them off the fucking roof. Well, I didn't even take umbrage with that because you saw how it was set up from above earlier where you were like, "There's a, it's not the edge of the building. Uh-huh. So I was like, well... Well, he must have not said it because he says they could have shown us the second roof that was mentioned oh, on they Raw, totally or at least tell it. us they fell onto the second roof. Yeah, I mean, you heard them land. So. Number three, I did not like that the commentators were not talking during the Money in the Bank match. I mean, they basically no-sold Corbin committing double homicide by not saying anything. There should have been some sort of reaction. Yeah, I think after the next night, didn't he say he just got the best of them or something? <laughs> fucking OJ out here. I don't know. I was hot at the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Number four. I like that Oscar won the title, but I don't know how I feel about Otis winning Money in the Bank. I mean, I like Otis. I enjoy his gimmick and the whole Mandy angle, but oh, yeah. where are they going to go with this? Well, the Billy thinks that he's going to cash in the tag titles or that yeah. uh, Mandy screws him over when he tries to cash in. Uh, I enjoy the theory of that he gives this briefcase to Mandy. To Mandy. To have a oh, shot. I could see that also, too. that uh, Ziggler beats him for the case. Oh. I could see that too because he always beats on Ziggler now and it'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll, I'll rush you for that. You know, and then fucks himself. I think they just booked themselves into a corner. Poor Otis is in a lose lose situation. If oh, he cashes yeah. in, he's going to lose. I mean, I doubt Vince wants Otis as one of his champions. So now he's destined to be one of the few unsuccessful unsuccessful cash-ins, but let's just say he wins. Then what? <laughs> Who will he beat? Drew? Braun? The Fiend? You imagine. You can't beat them. He'll lose his first title defense against them. That sucks. I guess you could just cash in for a tag team title, but that Hey-o. seems lame to me. Another thing could be to continue this Mandy angle and give her the contract. Wow, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> However, as cool as that might be for Otis, the character that has to got it that has got to suck for Otis, the person. And finally, Becky is pregnant. Good for her and good for us. She gets to pull a Shawn Michaels and not lose her title by relinquishing it and go off and have a family. We get her off our TVs for at least a year. Good riddance. Oh, good riddance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, like Goose said, oh, goodbye to that body. You're fucking, that body's a dump anyway. You're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, she's for the last year been probably the most popular females oh, yeah. with Ronda gone so and I guess we'll be seeing Charlotte so stupid. <laughs> back on, on Raw again you know this was not planned there's no fucking way no way no he's oh Colby's dumping loads fucking shooting loads yeah shoot I'm surprised that little there. dick fucking worked <laughs> Sorry, Fauci, I didn't mean to make you read such a long email. <laughs> I tried to keep it as short as possible. Now, here we go. It's like Here's me trying to make stuff. a commercial. Can I get Suki to explain the go. birds and the bees in five minutes or less? <laughs> see, see cap, uh, buddy, pal, governor. Well, you bees. see, in, in my day, it, it was... Uh, you know, it was uh, a little blue to say sex. We wouldn't say that word, so well, what we would do is we would say the birds and the bees. And, and this meant, uh, who the hell knows what the hell that meant, but, you know, we would use that as a description of fucking. 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, we would have to wait until... Look, the, it's a family show. We would have to wait to fuck until we were married, and you would wear, uh, you know, this big giant gown, and when uh, the man lifted it, he would see, uh, you know, uh, quite a bush. Because this is back in the 30s where, you know, we kept a bush and, uh, you know, it would keep the scent for a man to uh, enjoy. And that's how, you know, you would have pheromones. They would come and they would smell and they would uh, want to plant their seed much like uh, old Colby Lopez would. So we would just, you know, and politely you would say, let me tell you about the birds and the bees instead of, you know, saying, oh, let me tell you how to fuck. Okay, go ahead. Oh, thank look. you. Uh, I got two more Sookie requests. Okay. Who would you like to hear first? So the now, towel- do they huh? just write in and say Sookie requests, <laughs> and that's it? <laughs> well, I'll I'll read the full email. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear Creepy Crutchfield or the Great Tally? Well, we're going give me towel first. All right. Uh, hi Faust, can Sookie please describe a lazy boy chair? The great Tally. <laughs> well. In my day, we would have chairs, and, you know, sometimes you would be lazy when you would sit on it, and you would, you know, plop your arms to the side, but it wouldn't uh, be comfortable because it was wood, and so a company came around, and they would call it Lazy Boy, and you would, uh, no girls were allowed to sit in these chairs because, you know, this was the 30s, and they looked down on women, so only boys could sit there while the women would bring food into the uh, living room. And you would, you would sit on a chair, and they would say, look, this guy's lazy. He's a boy. He was a lazy boy. And they would, you know, you could have it recline a little bit, and uh, you would sleep a lot of the time. Uh, we would try to do this in the kitchen. The girls would get together, and we would say, we're going to have lazy girls. And uh, the most we could come up with was a lazy Susan. It didn't work, <laughs> and so that's what we did. Thank you. Uh, and Creepy Crutchfield, his email is entitled Suki Explains. The email simply says docking. <laughs> uh, in my day, docking was a completely different thing. It was kind of like we would say parking. And you would go up to, uh, you know, you would pull up somewhere to, to park. This one, we would usually go from the boat. And we would pull up to a dock. But then uh, somebody was born named Gregorio. And he had extra skin on the tip of his dick. This is We would call this foreskin. And uh, because it was in front of you, it was forward. So it was called foreskin. And uh, you would find another gentleman, you know, someone like a Freddie Mercury type. And you would uh, put both penises head to head together. And sometimes you would pinch the edges so they would be uh, sealed shut. And then you would kind of fuck each other's skin. You would seesaw back and forth like a fucking lumberjack was sawing something. And then you would come in each other's pouches. It was, uh, you know, uh, not many people minded. I know Greg didn't. And, uh, you know, it was just constantly called uh, Precious Love Memento. Sometimes it would be lubed because uh, they would have schmegma in there. So it was a little easy. You didn't know which one was the one who was smelling because you were so close together. And, and this was the new version of uh, what docking is nowadays. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to have Suki explain something. You know what? I should email. do cameo, Faust, where I call only oh. and give Suki things. <laughs> cameo by Suki. I leave a fucking voice message uh, to your friend's uh, birthday. I heard it was your birthday. And- <laughs> you know, it was the day of birth, and they called this a birthday. Uh, and every year you would have. Okay, I'm a. I'm with Sue. Nobody's asking for a birthday. 
Lingusmafia at gmail.com if you'd like Suki to explain something for you. Fucking Suki. Suki, man. Suki, Suki. All right. Uh, that's all the emails we got? That's all our emails. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Greggy boy, tell us Zerp. what is happening in the news. First headline, Ikea China reminds people not to masturbate in its stores. They need <laughs> a, reminder. a fucking reminder. <laughs> After a video of a woman masturbating in an Ikea store in China went viral, the company released a statement reminding people not to masturbate in its stores. I, You know what? When I see prices that are that good, it is really hard not to masturbate. Mm. What you said. You got to, you know, give the benefit of the doubt. The umlauts. It's the H. The A has the umlauts on top. Oh. <laughs> it's IKEA after all. Uh, I leave a couple of umlauts after. Uh, the video, which allegedly has been scrubbed from Chinese social media, shows oh. the woman touching herself on various furniture pieces oh. in IKEA showrooms. But is she good looking? Because if she's a pig, that's you know immoral and reprehensible. However, she probably has. She's got a mask on. But I'm, if she's good looking, then it's so yeah. I mean, we guess we don't know. We just see, ooh, pretty eyes. Yeah, it's in, yeah, it's in the eyes, Chico. <laughs> uh, the statement of the Swedish furniture store said that they would take even more careful security, public cleanliness measures, and ask customers to browse stores in an orderly and civilized way. Keep your pants on. Yes, please. Uh, next. Headline, Iranian missile strikes own ship, killing 19 sailors and wounding 15. <laughs> oh, fuck. That sounds like, uh, like a Polish joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get to later. <laughs> a, missile, a missile fired during an Iranian training exercise mistakenly struck a naval vessel instead of its intended target in waters near the strategic Strait of Hormuz, killing 19 sailors and wounding 15 others, Iranian authorities say Monday. Damn. Uh, let's see here. The bungled training exercises took place Sunday and raised new questions about the readiness of the Islamic Republic's armed forces amid heightened tensions with U.S. just months after they accidentally shot down a Ukrainian jetliner near Tehran, killing 176 passengers. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then they tried to say it didn't happen, and video came out, and they said, oh, yeah, it happened. <laughs> Jesus. Well, they were being Fucking sarcastic. Guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, President Trump. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, next headline. Coronavirus has apparently been detected in semen. Well, there goes that docking problem. Yeah, better watch out. Wear a mask. You would figure it would be in everything, right? I mean, what the fuck? It's in saliva. It'd be. I mean, you're sick. Right. I guess the flu isn't in your cum, though, huh? No, I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, next headline: Malaysian politician. Hey, if this doesn't prove that people around the world listen to the show, nothing does. Thank you. Malaysian politicians call one another pigs during Malacca State Assembly. <laughs> <laughs> that is a staple of the Lingus Mafia the, to refer. That is every, correct. I'm almost trying to like. I go. I got to mix it up on Total Bellas and, and try to th come up with another fucking name for them because it's constantly screaming that they're a fucking pig. I'm like, I've gone to cow, but that's about. I'm like, I got to try to figure something else out. I want to be repetitive here. <laughs> a bunch of farm animals. Just use every farm animal in Old McDonald. <laughs> if they're pigs, they're <laughs> pigs. What are you gonna do? And finally, uh, headline, uh, 
Ontario police charged 19-year-old stunt racing after going 308 kilometers an hour. Mm. If you uh, uh, calculate that into miles per hour, it's about 86. No, actually, it's about 191 miles an hour. Jesus. And did y'all get to the movies this weekend? (laughs) Yeah, I watched Ferris Bueller. I haven't dipped into the uh, the weekly, so I was like, you know, I'm going to go and see what my source is for the domestic box office this week, just to, just for shits and giggles. The problem <laughs> is there's no, like, not even like, oh, remember it was, oh, movies at your house that are in the theater. Well, they stopped releasing movies. Yeah. So don't even get that. I think they're either open or they're going to open as uh, the drive-ins. Yeah, oh, the, no, the that's a good idea. over here. There's only like a couple left. But the problem is, there's no there. fucking movie. Yeah. So what movie? And like, when is Wonder Woman supposed to come out? I want to see Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. June, it's right? The 80s. Oh, yeah, is it I think June? It's supposed to come out in June. But they've already said no way, right? Uh, I don't know if they've. I never heard that. them I officially assume. say fuck off yet. All right, so there are actually <laughs> five movies on the list from my 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 old source, hmm. my old website. I go to number five, The Burnt Orange. Heresy. Hmm. That's that's been out for ten weeks. It made a <laughs> just guess on the the gross it made. It was in one theater. I'll give you a hint. It was in one theater. Guess oh. on the gross it made. Uh, three thousand dollars. Faust, any guesses? Uh, I almost said ten, but I thought that was steep. <laughs> Did you say how many theaters? One. Just one. Oh, one. Mm, Four hundred bucks. $45. Oh, my God. <laughs> this past weekend, it made $45. Holy shit. <laughs> oh Number God. four, True History of Ke- of the Kelly Gang. What that a, one was in two theaters, and it made $1,456. Number three was Disappearance at Clifton Hill. That's in two theaters, and it made 1700 Number two was How to Build a Girl. Which was in six theaters, and that was in that made thirteen thousand. And the number one wow. movie was The Wretched, which made sixty nine thousand dollars, which was in nineteen theaters. So yeah, hmm. that is your that's what happened this week at the movies domestically. Coming out May fifteenth okay. on Amazon, The Vast of the Night. Um, on Warner Brothers, going to release streaming only. Scoob. God. Which is a Scooby Doo movie. I remember seeing that in the theaters, it. like the cutouts, like when the last time I went to the theater. I remember seeing it, you know, like you could pose yeah. like your Scooby Doo and Shaggy's next to you and shit. Jesus. And also streaming is Castle in the Ground and on Amazon Prime Video Seaberg. So a bunch of nothing. Yeah, there's nothing, man. Hmm. I don't know if you guys saw this uh recent breaking news. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey announces that Major League Sports can resume without fans starting this Saturday. Oh, where? Arizona? Yeah. Ooh-wee. Golf. Just fucking, I'll fucking be busy watching golf, even. I don't fucking care. So that's why that was circulating that I text you guys about the Niners playing in Arizona, and they don't play... Maybe it's a coincidence, but the Niners and the Cardinals do not play home games at the same time at all this year. Wow. Hmm. That is interesting. interesting. Very. The, same, the week that they both have 
home games the same week. One plays Thursday, the other one plays Sunday. You know, it's funny because it's like we say, oh, Greg will be all fucking fired up. Well, what's the difference? You can't fucking go. That's Who true. fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> he could he could look outside his porch and be like, "Hey, my team's right there." Yeah, they're there. They're there. I'll be like, "All right, the Bears could play in San Jose. What the fuck does that do for me?" <laughs> I don't even know if I'd want to go. There's just one asshole ruins it for everybody. Oh, like like they start shit with you or what? No, no, I'm talking about just uh, I'm not worried about oh, the fans. The, the fans are yeah, the plague. One asshole with the plague who does not show any mm. that he has the plague and. Then it, next thing you know, is there's an outbreak and 50, I'd say everyone out of sixty thousand, ten thousand has it. Everyone has to go to the fucking stadiums with the face mask. Fuck it, you know, and mm. whatever. I mean, if Unless this is what I'm forced to fucking do, I do whatever. But you can't breathe. Well, it, it is Arizona, so if they can like inject the sunlight into us, then maybe maybe I'll go. I they get to give you a good washing of the lungs, wash you out, you know. Thank you. And you can also go news. back to yeah. the gym tomorrow, Greg. Gyms and pools oh, can reopen really? tomorrow. Oh, really? Fuck you over there. This California, man. I'm leaving. That's <laughs> it. What the fuck, man? We can't do fucking anything. I'm dying with this fucking no gym shit. You just don't get in as good a workout in a fucking garage. Annoying. Well, I'm, I'm a, I go to my apartment complex gym because it's free. And, and you're allowed, they, huh? they're not. They're, yeah, they're not opening. They've been shut down for like a couple months now, so I got to work out at home. I got a fucking one of those pull-up bars that you put oh, up on your... God. On your doorway, and that's I worry about, it. about that. Like I always think about the same with the weight thing. Like when you pull the bar down, like it's going to snap off and right in the mouth, smash your teeth. <laughs> especially the one that you're doing a pull apart. That thing will fall right off and kill you. Well, land on my back. No, Tuck it's going to come flying to your face, though. That's what Tuck I'm the saying. Chin. Tuck the chin and balls on your chin. Uh, where could we find all of your nonsense, Greg? Cold Brew Podcast every mm. Friday. Very good. Um, before we go and get out of here, Greg, pick one to a thousand. I will pick five hundred and twelve. Five twelve. All right. This is life hacks, and this is under money savers. If I was listening up, uh, <laughs> buying a car. Uh, buy it at the end of the month. Salespeople usually have quotes to meet and more likely to give you a cut deal. Yep, That's I heard that one, one before. Very good. Uh, Faust, one through a thousand. Four. Do, 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 do. Where are you, number four? Make me work here. We already did four. You were on five. Uh, All right. This is technology. If you mess up recording a voicemail, press pound to re-record mm-hmm. it. Not hashtag? No, this said pound. Thank you. Okay. That's a phone we're talking about here. Thank you. I'm just making uh, sure. Since we're on you there, Fausti, would you rather, 1 through 400? Mm, 204. 204. Okay. 204. Four. Do, do, do. Mark it off. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, eat your least favorite foods uh, hygienically prepared or eat your favorite foods prepared in risky circumstance? Ooh. <laughs> I go risky circumstance. That's what we do every day as is. 
You should see the fucking uh, saw blades I see at these fucking meat factories. Never once they go, never change the blade one time. They've had it for fucking Mm. years. And Mm. you look inside and it's all the meat fucking shavings. They're all over the fucking place. I'm like, God. Adds flavor. Oh, yeah. And I go, you know, you might want to clean this before a health inspector comes by. (laughs) All right. Take your pick. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go with the risky. I'll okay. risk it. All right. Uh, I, I've eaten from a roach coach before. Oh, sure. No. If you don't know it, you're okay. Um, yeah. Greg, what do you say? Same. Yeah. As long as I don't have to see it. Okay. Um, here's one on the next page I'll pick. Uh, would you rather have a fat, nasty ass or floppy jowls? I think I'd go for the ass. Fuck. That's a tough one. Jowls, man, you can't hide that shit. You're in somebody's face. Nope. That's true. Yeah, you can wear like the, the push up pants. butt pants, right? <laughs> Big sloppy ass. Fucking DoorDash. Faust just wants an ass at all. He don't care. Just where, give where me an ass. ass. Give me an ass. Give me an ass. What do you say, uh, Greg? What number? Uh, what was that? Two o five. Yeah. Two two o six, Bob. All right, we're going a row here. Nope. <laughs> Four twenty, Bob. Uh, would you rather? Drink a glass of water out of a storm drain. Right there, I don't think that's terrible at this point, right? Without yeah. even looking at the next one. Let's see what I might, have done, I might have done this when I was a kid already. Oh, then yeah. I, I've already picked the first one. <laughs> or drink a large puddle left on the bathroom floor after someone gets out of the shower. <laughs> Fuck. I'm putting a glass under the storm, man. Yeah. I ain't having your balls drip on the floor and then have a drink of it. <laughs> yeah, it depends who's getting out of the shower. If it's, you know, me or my wife or my son. Eh, oh, please. No, if it's Pam Anderson 10 years ago, then you, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. You drink the bath water. It does depend on the person, I guess. Yeah. If it's, what if it's Mandy Sack? Yeah, then, oh. then uh, yeah, and, and go back in the shower and come back again. I'm thirsty. Yeah, I'll be uh, laying on my on my back as she gets out. <laughs> and I don't, yeah, be half, no I don't care if half it's urine. <laughs> <laughs> there, will, there will be no puddle. This pop hippo callback. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't care if the water's shit brown. Too. Um, oh. <laughs> um, what about red? Uh, either oh. way, hey, I want to see where it comes from. Uh, <laughs> Greg. Would you like the list of jokes from the joke book? Uh, is, is there an Asian one? There or Oriental be. or Chinese or Japanese, whatever. Oriental. I think, didn't we say there wasn't? That was the weird part. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't. Oh. I think that's no, in like a fucking a, um, miscellaneous no or section. ethnic jokes variated. Gooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all group them into gooks. Yeah, I think so. You're either going with ethnic or miscellaneous. I think ethnic All right, is the one. Let's go ethnic. Okay, let's go to 35 for some ethnic. Ethnic. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, why did the black man want to marry a Mexican? Why? He didn't want the kids to grow up too lazy to steal. <laughs> Uh, Faust, to give you the rundown, we like to refresh every once in a while here. Uh, yeah, give me a rundown again. All right, so what about, uh, give me like a... Well, there's uh, Dead Baby, Helen Keller, Polish, Jewish, Wasp, Black, Ethnic, Homo, 
handicap, jokes for the blind, religion, female anatomy, male, cruelty to animals, miscellaneous, and too tasteless to be included. Mm, give me a religious one. Okay. Well, you have uh, what to... Oh, there's... Okay, so really, I'm like, what, the Jewish one? Okay, 65 is religion. <laughs> okay. 65 for religion. All right, we've done a few of those. So, um... That one, I don't even understand that fucking one. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> what kind of meat does the Pope eat? <laughs> uh, isn't that a cheating chunk joke? <laughs> mm, it's got to be about kids or something. I don't know. None. <laughs> that was on Up in Smoke. That what did they say that one in Up in Smoke? Yeah, Stacy Keach. So it reminds me of a funny story my father used to tell me. The only uh, meat a priest could eat on Sunday was none. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, see, this one's weird. Too. It's like, there's some weird shit. Like, uh, you know why the Pope didn't want to accept the position? It meant moving into an Italian neighborhood. <laughs> God. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. All right. That's your uh, show for the week, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. Um, oh, before we close yeah. out, I wanted to mention one thing. Go ahead. Uh, before we started the show, I stopped by the post office to mail out everybody's mm. buttons and stickers. And I'm in the process, actually, I started yesterday, of making uh, cards for everyone, uh, like the Patrolman Benevolent cards, to flash uh, that say you could do whatever you want because my blank is dead. And there's going to be a separate... I'm going all out, Faust. I'm making regular ones that say my blank is dead. And you fill it in yourself on what it is, because these are laminated cards. And then there is going to be one that is pre-made, and that is going to be the gold member. Thank you. And the card will be gold, and it will say, uh, it will be no fill-in, and it will say, I could do whatever I want, because both my parents are dead. Those are the gold-carrying card members when both parents are dead. So those are for the people on Patreon. They will be mailed out their uh, cards when these are completed. But I am busy in the process of... I want to make this goddamn perfect, these cards, before I don't want to well, just... Word to the wise, my together. friend. Make sure, you know, you don't you don't stick anything extra into these oh, envelopes no. when you mail them out. You want to know how much this costs for me to send all this shit out? Oh, my God. What is it? Because it was just... um, I got like a... Like a six by nine, you know, like manila envelope, mm -hmm. and then I folded it in half, and then I threw in the two buttons, a sticker, and an old business card, yeah. and then I put tape. I put their, they wrote the address. Yeah. Put the tape on it, so it's you know it looks like a regular a size bomb. letter, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. But because there's buttons in there, it exceeds the thickness for a regular oh uh, first class stamp. Mm -hmm. So, not bad, like. Um, um, like I'm sending to Greg and it's like, I mean, I'm sending Greg, but obviously, uh, like three fifty within the United States. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone's we got 12, not. we got 12 going to the UK and one to Canada. So how much Shit. do you think one of those costs? Just one to go over there? 850. Nope. Oh no. I wish. Bucks. Wow. Uh, no, not that high. Fourteen fifty. Oh my fucking god! And I, and I asked the lady, I'm like, 
if this was just a flat letter and didn't have the buttons in here, how much would it cost? She goes, a dollar fifty. I'm like, oh you're my telling me God. because it's like a fucking cunt hair thicker. Well, I guess it's more than cunt hair. A few cunt hairs thicker. <laughs> I gotta pay fucking thirteen dollars more. And she goes, yeah. And here's another funny thing. When I wrote uh, the re- return address, mm-hmm. yeah, I put my address and I yeah. put F Walnuts. Yeah. And then. For people's names, I think I put everybody's proper name except Suit. I still felt like I had to write Suit Williams sure, on it. Sure, you got to, yeah. <laughs> That's the rule. Now, I forgot when you send things, especially if it's not a letter overseas. Oh, uh, no. You have to fill out a customs form. Jesus fucking Christ. So she goes, I need you to fill out this customs form. So I'm starting to fill out the customs form, and I'm putting my Shoot name on there, obviously, sure. right? Because you got to put full name and everything and she goes hey why doesn't this match the oh return address my God. Like, uh, she goes you got to put your full name so i scratch out my the I go, who's this leland yao sending me something <laughs> with my real name yeah, i was in there for a little while so all together for um oh by the way that last person that connor yeah uh, i forget his last name or whatever McGregor, yeah he, I, I even emailed him again and he's the only one that didn't write back so wow. he, he hasn't got his button yet but um wow Great way to go. Send out um, Fuck. Uh, 21 envelopes. It came out to $177. Oh, my fucking oh. God. And you got to pay for Rob's golf this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I contributed no, to the fun by helping out with that. <laughs> Ain't God. Oh, my God. That's oh, thanks fucking for every- madness. Yeah, and, 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 you know, on the customs form, you have to write, you know, what's inside, you know, I'm like, Two buttons, one wow. sticker, total value three dollars. Wow, <laughs> that's fucking. And she's like, startling. you want tracking? I go, nope. Yeah, fuck this. If you don't get it, that's a shame. I hope it gets lost. Oh, <laughs> what? So, uh, you have the money. Oh yeah, my we'll be, god, we'll be doing that again. <laughs> or I'll be the one doing it. Well, like I said, I'm pay- I paid for my uh for the voice recorder for us. Uh, you're paying for this, like <laughs> that's it. I thought. Maybe a hundred bucks tops. Oh my god! <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, that'll be fourteen fifty." Go, huh? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Greg and still has like, to uh, well, hook up his I sound got, machine. Yeah, and I, I'm like, "Well, I got no choice." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I we promised we'd send these out, so I'm mm-hmm. sending them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck. Ooh, that hurt my chest, Faust. And originally, I was gonna buy like uh, like bubble mailers. I'm like, "Well, yeah. I don't need to buy these." big you know i could just fold this up they'll be safe you know like i said put package tape on it so fuck well god bless (laughs) fausty everyone remember tickle his balls when you uh yeah let me know everybody when you get your buttons i'm gonna make sure uh they got there safely shit (laughs) you come home dejected after that fucking thing god (laughs) that's horrible all right, everybody, uh, all of our nonsense, you can find us at Lingus Mafia. That's Instagram, that's Twitter, and you want to go to patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia for all of our stuff that we've ever done, our specials, and every week we have more specials nice. that get put out. So you'll constantly be getting shows from us. We do not stop, and there will be more. Um, because we're recording uh, the Masters of the Lingaverse golf tournament this weekend when we go to. So that'll be the latest You'll with uh running. yeah I'll be the one running around with this fucking furry microphone which will finally get good quality and of course it'll be raining so it won't ever be fucking a perfect day that we go out ever regardless ever. fucking windy or raining or fucked up some way somehow so uh remember I could do anything I want because my dad is dead and we'll see you 
next Tuesday. Unless you're not on Patreon, then we will see you next Thursday. Good night and good luck.